Welcome to the Avance Podcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Nick. It's our last show. What? Until Women's Month. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, do you know something we don't know? No. It's Have not. we been given the pink slip? <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, uh, that'll be kind of interesting. Next week uh, will be the launch of March, which is Women's Month, and mm-hmm. uh, Adam and Chrissy and all of us got together and decided that it would be really fun to have nothing but women on for that month, and so we've got seems a appropriate. lot. It does seem appropriate. It does. You know, I have a bunch of really good guests, too. I so. cannot wait. I absolutely yeah. cannot wait. Uh, really action-packed. Um, you know, uh, we'll, we'll call it uh, last week's podcast was a, a pre-clip. Prequel? prequel to Women's Month. There you go. I wish I could have. I wish that could, we could have made that happen. Precursor. Prequel. Precursor. I think precursor. What you're trying to do is precursor. Yeah, that. Okay. Yeah. Precursor. Wasn't that from a movie? The precursors. Yeah. I don't know. No. So, how are you? <laughs> oh, pretty good. Uh, the the cement is down. I think oh. I talked about that before, but the cement is curing. If it, it would cure a lot faster if it wasn't negative degrees out. Um, it's, it needs to stop snowing at your house. Yeah, it's snowing yeah. at the house. Yeah. <laughs> so the cement is down in the shop. Which I'm really excited about. Um, and you have to stay off that for what two weeks? Uh, you don't have to stay off it. Like you can't stand on it for like um, ideally they say about a week um, in this weather, and it'll be cured. I I touched it the other day, and it's obviously dry on top. I'm not gonna, but I'm gonna stay off it for a full month. Did you do the cheesy family thing where you went out there and put your no, hands? No, I did not. <laughs> you didn't take the dog out there and put her put the prints in it. Come on, that would have been do adorable. That. I'm gonna do that in the driveway. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, so okay, we haven't good. done the outdoor pavement yet, and that's that's gonna get done. Okay. Um, had uh, let's see, I had the the water filtration guy out today, this okay. morning actually, and that specifically for the car washing because I've water s- filtration. What do you mean? Oh, uh, I'm going to put in a full filtration system because I've semi hard water being I on a you well. You had a filtration system. What we is do that? for the house. Oh, okay. I'm doing I got, a full I got, I got. full Fair filtration enough. system oh, for the whole property. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the house only gets half filtration. The right. cars, the cars, fully filtered. Full, full fully. That's okay, right. got it. Okay, got to spray makes the sense. undercarriage with full uh, filtered water. Absolutely, <laughs> deionized and all that. Well, yeah. I had to have them come out because um, obviously the new system has PEX, um, and we did full three quarter inch or one inch PEX. Has what? Texas, the type of piping. Oh, okay, got it. And um, so as we plan the shop out, I already had them map the whole property, and I've got the, we're going to tee off of that. And every pipe is where you thought it was, right? Oh, totally. Yep. <laughs> and none of them run under trees or in weird places? <laughs> not at all. Absolutely not. Yeah, okay, no, my enough. propane doesn't run directly under a tree, because whoever designed my property did it with, like, by throwing darts at a map. <laughs> <laughs> Let's run utilities. Somewhere here. there. Yeah, exactly. That's the neighbors. Close enough. Random left. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. So anyway, um, well, the concrete guys are out. We're going to dig that up, put in new piping for that, and um, point of presence hot water at the shop for hot water. So point of presence. So instead of having, um, so it will, it will, you have a hot water heater in the shop. Yeah, point of presence though is a much smaller system. You okay. wouldn't want it for your house because it, it's only like made for five to seven gallons at a time. Okay. But this way, I don't have to have the heat on the water all the time. I yeah, don't want I the heat you. in the shop. Like I don't want hot water constantly on the shop. How I'm not I don't live out there. Uh, so it's a little like instant hot water. Yeah, it's like okay. instant, but it doesn't last very long. But seven yeah, gallons should be enough. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll yeah. see. I might end up with, until I start washing cars. Who knows. That's you you do realize with. you own a Raptor, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. just checking. Yeah, so we'll <laughs> okay. see. That's the plan for now, but I might end up with like a tankless and just turn it on when I want to go out there. Yeah, I get so. Anyway, uh, so we're planning all that, get the whole filtration set up. Pretty excited about that. That is not cheap. Imagine that. <laughs> Shocking. Um, I think it'll be worth it, but it's... Uh... <laughs> he says, well, walking back and forth in his shower crying. Yeah, exactly. It'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. It'll, it'll be, be worth, worth it. it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. back to ramen. Okay. <laughs> um, but that's exciting, though, to see it finally coming along. And the pavement, you know, the concrete slab just being down gives me so much uh, calm. It like, make, it finally work out there. It probably doesn't look like a barn anymore kind of thing. Like yeah, because, I yeah. mean, it was a dirt floor before, dirt, dirt yeah. and gravel. Yeah. And so I'm so excited to have a, a working surface. Um, that's so cool. I looked at various floor surfaces because I thought about epoxy. and then, On top of the concrete? Yeah, yeah. Cause, oh, you know, you're like going to do a floor. Okay. Well, no, not not add a floor, but epoxy, like on top, yeah. or um, you're going to add some type of sealant to the top of the concrete. Is yeah, okay. I'm either going to do that. I'm like also getting a bid for polishing out, and so what I may do is epoxy like around it. Like normally, people when you see a garage, they epoxy the center. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm thinking about polishing the center because as you roll a jack around it, and I plan to work out there a lot. I'm yes. probably going to rip the epoxy. So I am too. I'm yeah. planning to work that's out right. there a lot. Exactly. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, so exactly. as we look at that, I got to look at what's going to be the most. I wouldn't say cost effective, but the right choice. Because there, I mean, there's a limit to cost, but it's also it's a pretty small area for polishing. So maybe, maybe it'll work. I don't know. Well, I mean, and if 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 you go to the videos of our previous guest Matt from Obsessed Garage, you can go 
absolutely crazy. I mean, OCD. Yeah. Another another world of a budget. Um, and I know you're doing it very economically and smart, but um, well, I mean, there's the the point of I'm not going to be there the rest of my life. This isn't my forever home, and so I don't. You know, I'm trying to find that balance of does it do everything I want it to do well, not just to get. I don't want to cut any corners, but yeah. I need. But I also like in my my forever shop is going to have heated floors and all other stuff. I'm not doing that here. So I'm just trying to get, you know, what's the, what do I need that's going to get me, make it comfortable for me to work on whatever I need to. Sure. You're going to do an air system? Oh yeah. Actually, I have a donator for an air compressor actually. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm very thankful for that. So hard lines through the whole shop. Um, those will be embedded in the walls, like good stuff all the way through. So nice. And you're going to get a lift. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Two posts, four, four posts. The original point, this goes back to my budgeting. I really wanted to do an in-ground scissor lift. But yeah. again, um, it's about an in-ground scissor lift. A good one is about $9,000. And then you've got to run under the concrete, cut everything out. So that just didn't seem, as much as I want that, and that would be the ideal situation in there, it's not cost-effective for me. So I can get a good two-post lift, not a four-post. I don't want to do a storage lift because it's really a service lift that I want. Um, a good two-post lift, I can get a, a pretty solid one for about four grand. It amazes me how affordable those are when you think about it. Like, well, you have to, I mean, it's the, the, there's cost to have it made it put in so that it doesn't fall over when the first time you put it. Right. But yeah. Yeah. And we took that in consideration when I did the slab. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's really thick and a lot of rebar. Did you have them place bolts already or, or no. is that just going to drill it when, when you just going to drill it, it when I get okay. done. But the concrete, you know, it's eight inch with. Yeah. You can thick do rebar, so we're good. Um, I've seen Matt when we when Matt put in his scissor lift in his garage, and they had to cut through it to, to run the channels. Was insane. Yeah. So yeah. next shot for that, but the two posts will be fine. Um, gonna do that. That'll probably be quicker than I think. Probably quicker than most things because it's such a useful item for me. Yeah. That'll probably come before a lot of things. But next, of course, I got to do the roof. A few leaks from that old metal roof that's in there. Luckily, luckily it is a metal roof, so tear off and repair is relatively yeah. easy. Plywood, tar paper and then uh, polyboard uh, poly on the edges so it doesn't rot again. Sure. But, yeah, I figure within six months I'll have that all up and running and pretty much done to the point of warm, dry, level. <laughs> <laughs> Which doesn't seem like a lot, but after somebody who has worked in your, your barn uh, shop, warm, dry, and level would be nice. Yes, yes exactly. Yeah. And it is very level. and They did a fantastic job on the concrete. Really. Did, did you have them put drainage into the – or just is the slab just slanted? The slab is not. It's flat. Oh, okay. And I, I did that intentionally. Um, I'm not going to, like I said, I, if I was doing this again long-term, drains would be part of it because I'd want to wash indoors. You're going to wash gonna, outdoors. I'm going to wash outdoors, okay. and we're putting in a huge slab to do that. Yeah. Um, I've washed cars my whole life outdoors. I realize how great it is to wash cars indoors. Nobody has to convince me of that. I've done it for shops. I've done it for work when I worked in the industry. Yes, it's amazing, but I'm not going to do it in the budget to redrain the whole, this whole shop. Again, not the forever shop. So this will be great. But I mean, just the added costs. When you look at little things, you're like, oh, it's just a little thing. No, that stuff adds up so quick. I mean, I'll probably be into this shop. I mean, being honest with the audience, probably 60, 70 grand by the, over the course of a year, which yeah, is. Yeah, but I mean, that's going to add value to the property. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, there, yeah. Is a, there is a diminishing return on a shop, though. At some point, you put in so much into it. Like, I mean, if I had an obsessed garage level shop, yeah, I, you I get limit. That. It just doesn't have much value to most people. It does to us, it does to our audience. But mm -hmm. for most people, they're like, I'm not going to go work on my car in there. But uh, so. then again, I mean, it, when you guys sell, which I, I still can't believe you're not saying that this wouldn't be your forever, forever home, but oh, I, mean, no. I get it. More land. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Somebody, especially with the car community around here, somebody would obviously step up and want that as, as a good start for their forever shop. So Yeah, I don't think it'll be. It's a great location. I think it'll be great to sell when the time comes. Again, that's yeah. not. I don't have any plans to sell the house. No, I know, but soon, I get but what yeah. you're saying in the fact that you, you will, in your forever shop, have an obsessed-type garage. Oh, absolutely. Built-in cabinets, you know, compressor, yep. Whole all that stuff. Yeah, vac system. Yeah. yeah, and it'll be built from scratch. Yeah. So, I mean, like this. Is this was built? I'm base. I'm rebuilding. I'm not remodeling. I'm rebuilding a shop, but it's a thirty by four, thirty by thirty uh, slab, and just you know, with permitting and everything, I can't just tear it down and start over. I would. I would 100% tear that thing down and start over. But again, you know, twenty grand in permits to do that. So, be, you know, do I want to put twenty grand in permits, or no. do I want to just put twenty grand into the building? And, Agreed. And move out in three to five years, which okay. is really the plan. So, so what other like small things are you thinking about putting into the shop? Oh boy, um, obviously I got to spray foam the whole thing because I'm going to keep the. I, w I really considered residing it entirely, but I'm going to keep the metal siding um, for most of the building. Uh, I will eventually kick out the back half that faces the barn. 
Um, that's going to go into fold outdoors so that I have a large outdoor patio. Like where the, where the, the garden, garden is? is. Okay. Yeah. And so uh, basically when you walk, go through the building, remember my old place in Kirkland where you had that side door that rolled Oh, up? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I actually really want the same thing again. Um, that was the weirdest thing in the world. Those doors opened up and then there was a drop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, it used, so. yeah, it used to connect to another property there. Yeah. But, um, so I want to do the same thing here to we have like an outdoor uh, picnic space, entertaining space. Sure. The idea being the house is kind of our little sanctuary. And I would rather entertain outside and build a space for it than have people come into the house all the time. Like a nice space. Not a, you don't belong in a house space, but a, this is the ideal space to entertain. Yeah. Oh, you spilled on the concrete. Spray it down, you know? Like, I, w- I want that. I like that family kind of place to go. So that's the goal there. Um, I also want to be able to move the woodworking outside of the shop. Um, I have a dust collection system as part of the plans. Uh, and it's pretty easy to do. I took the old in-wall vac from the garage, and I kept that. Yeah. I'm going to use that and attach the pan to one of those 55-gallon drums. I found some really easy plans online to do that. Remember I was trying to get that vac out of that garage. Oh, yeah. Some piping issues. Yeah. Nothing that... Rotten uh, PVC pipes. Yeah. 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 So I'll do that. Um, so dust collection, airlines, um, air tools, of course. As much as I love my battery stuff, air tools are great when you have the right setup for them because you, you never run out of power. And you're going to do drop-down power in the middle with power yep. and Lots air? Lots of drop-down power. Okay. Um, working with the electrician, it's already it's 100 amp to the shop, which for me, for what I want to do is plenty. That'll run everything down to a basic welder. So um, outlets every 10 feet around the whole shop, quad gang outlets, so four each one. Excuse me, it really doesn't add much cost overall. Um, and then tons of lights. Like, it's going to be daylight in there. If I'm gonna work on a, we're going to work on a car, it'll be almost blinding, um, which That's is awesome. awesome when you're but working you on a car. You can never have enough light. I mean, yeah. especially, like, there there are shops I've seen, that, and I thought it was stupid. Like, they had floor lighting, like, would, would light oh, up. And I'm like, I, I'm like I get that. Like, it's a drive over. I mean, it's you can put a light bar under a car and shine mm-hmm. it up, but, you know. Yep. Yeah. So I'm going to embed them into the walls okay. uh, on the one side just for, for cleaning and detailing. Because if mm-hmm. you've ever had to, like, polish a car and you have side lights, oh, man, you are so glad you have them. And, yeah, of course, you can hang a drop light. But if you have those dedicated, bright, wide lights like they do in a spray booth yeah. or in a body shop, oh, they're a game changer. And like I said, if you plan for it, it's really easy to do. If you don't, it's really difficult. Um, so doing that. How about storage as far as cabinets and stuff like that? Because we have a large collection of Griot's products. We uh, do. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'll probably, I found a lot of plans online pretty easy to find. I'm trying to find something like minimal depth because I want to make sure I don't build into the shop too much. So what is like the minimum depth that's still usable? And I figured about eight inches out from the wall on that entire back wall, you know, there's a, there's a back door that goes out to the greenhouse. So I'm going to have like that whole section be cabinets, the, yeah. the entire thing. Sure. And then I'll move. Um, I think that'll be a lot less spooky than what, how dark and dank it is back there. So. Yep. And then um, in wall or in ceiling stereo, uh, nothing crazy there, just four speakers so I can have some sound out there. I don't need a crazy system in a shop, but I just want, you know, Backstreet Boys sound good no matter exactly. what. Exactly. I mean, Something I can practice my TikTok dances to. <laughs> we know how big you are on those. Yep. Yeah, so you know absolutely. me. Backstreet's back, all right. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's a part of me that goes, well, we got to make that now. But I okay. know, right? No, okay, so, yeah. no. <laughs> and then uh, I'm going to switch those sliding doors to roll-up doors. Um, oh, yeah. I, I was going to think we need new, new casters on top at least to, to make yeah, those. Yeah, those are going to switch to roll-up doors for space because I don't want to roll into the shop. I, don't, I, I could do sliding doors again, but they never seal great. Oh, so you're going to like the actual, they roll up into like, like your, your truck bed kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like kind of like dri- what Drivers Club had, but obviously yeah. not nearly that yeah, nice. Yeah, no, yeah, I got that. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be uh, probably manual or, uh, you know, slow, basic doors, not yeah. instant up like the awesome ones they had. Hand crank, yeah. Yeah. I got you. Okay. Well, I would probably do hand cranks because I actually want to park in there, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but, you, I mean, you can go, you got some height in the front there, and you took out that, that center beam, right? Not yet. That'll, I, uh, if, if I, it will. Yeah, I might. I'm going to look at the cost between, if I do that, I'll probably use a, a steel beam. Oh, I thought they took it out when they put the cement in. They took out the the side beams holding up the loft. Oh, because I don't need them. <laughs> okay. No, I I really don't need them. Um, so the loft where all my stuff is stored right now, great. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, don't jump up there. No, but. It's just my tires <laughs> and my fire pit. I'll be good. I moved uh, all the heavy stuff I to the back. That. No, where it's where it's really su- supported and the, right to the beam, and then I left that light <laughs> stuff over there. So yeah, but now it's a fully open thirty by thirty. It's that's great. That's going to be so awesome. Yeah. So, so awesome. I mean, yeah. as far as I know, that had been somewhat of a, a project of yours, and the fact that you saw that when you first, you know found that you guys found that property that was a to be able to have the barn and the shop and you know, yeah and so. the barn will be a whole nother project but it's not as high of a priority of course because the shop is where i'll spend basically all of my time and your yeah. time yeah, I, I, 
I like spending time there. It's uh, live entertainment, and you know, I keep a lot of my toys there. So, <laughs> you know, from the detail aspect, that'll be good. Like I said, um, you and I have really, you and I have multiple uh, uh, buffers, buffers from Grio. So I'm looking forward to that. So that'll be kind of neat to kind of be fun. And you know, I think you don't realize how much light you need when detailing a car until you have the right light. Exactly. You know, so yeah, I'm gonna put a motorcycle lift in the back too. Not one of the full metal ones Harbor Freight. yeah one yeah. of the one of the smaller ones just because I, eh, I i don't work on them enough to justify that but it sure is a game changer but you can get one that wheels around you can push it to the side yeah, so, yeah. exactly so the minute you have it though I, I feel like we could utilize it like i mean with the just amount get, of work that's just been get done, more motorcycles yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> <laughs> i was that close and then i did my taxes this year <laughs> right so yeah 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 um, I, Carter Automotive Group, we should talk about our tip of the week a little later in the show. <laughs> Good conversation about garages, That's okay, though. it's us. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just us this week. Um, do you know how red lights change when uh, they don't have pressure sensors? Well, all red lights actually change this way. So, like, I, mean, I know when you drive over the, like, the, there's, it's a magnetic field when you drive over it. That's how the car, it knows the car is there. Yeah, it's like a pressure sensor. Okay, but I thought, and I know that the ambulances have special lights on top that flash that will turn red lights green. That's correct, but you can't see them. They're infrared. That's right. Okay. So Which is ironic. Infrared. Right. Yeah. So um, yeah. basically, they, it's a standardized setting. They run at 10, 12, and 14 hertz, which is really easy to mimic. Have you ever heard of a device called a flipper? You've probably seen one. Are you talking? Should we? Oh, this is highly illegal. This is explaining say, how red lights work. Should we preface this with don't do this? Yeah, do okay. not do this. This yeah, is absolutely. like okay. jail time illegal. Got like, it. Okay. Like yeah. Really yeah. illegal. Okay. Um, Allegedly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a device called a flipper, which is basically like a, a tinkerer's device for doing random stuff. It has RF transmitters, radio transmitters. I mean, it's basically a transmitter device, and it, it's, it's made to test systems for, like, stereos. You can buy it on the Amazon dark web, too, right? No. You can buy it. They're cheap. <laughs> no, I think they're yeah. – I don't think they're very much. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. This uh, is funny you say this because I thought about this as a kid, so – yeah, fine or a prison of up to six months. Yeah. So yeah, don't build one of these. It's more of a, it's interesting though that it's really a basic LED. What would you use it for if you weren't using it for illegally? Is my point. Oh, the flipper. Yeah. Oh, it's for testing testing sensors. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, if you build enough. a sensor for like a, a driveway, oh, okay. a gate sensor, just or to something. see if it works. You yeah. Can see it. You'll be yeah. able to see the light. Okay. Exactly. And so you can. Um, but yeah, if you're, if you're troubles, if you like work in security systems or you're testing a camera and you want to figure out what frequency it's at, yeah, yeah, you can use one of these flippers. A cool little device, actually. Anyway, I so. feel like that could be so used for so many nefarious purposes. And the fact of like with the amount of cameras on people's homes and garage doors, and like we were robbed as a kid, is somebody literally driving around the neighborhood with a clicker just pushing the well, button? If you know garage frequencies, for, yeah, um, we've talked about this a long time ago on the yeah. show. That if you have a security system in your house, like say you're protected by ADT, what the what you want to put in your yard is you want to say like protected by Comcast security. You want to shoot a different system because then they will think they know the code for your system or they know the defeat, the known, there are known defeats for everything on the market. A good thief will know what that is. So if they say, if they say, Oh, you've got ADT and you actually have Comcast, then they would do the, the bypass that they would do for ADT. And that would set off the Comcast alarm. So if you have an alarm, you want to advertise a different alarm. You don't want to tell people the system you have because any good criminal knows the, the faults in that system. So walk around your neighborhood and find somebody that has Comcast and offer to switch signs with them. Yes. Okay. Don't it's, steal their Comcast sign. Right. You can <laughs> yeah. order those signs on Amazon, wherever. Yeah. Like you can get. But um, but you do want to point to a different system. You don't want to just say protected by security system. Yeah. You want to say protected by X system that is not your own. Anyway, um, so that's how traffic lights work. So it's just an LED, LED flasher that you can't see is on the top, and they they are at a certain signal, and you can you can definitely mimic it with one of these devices. Like I said, you will get in a ton of trouble. Yeah. This is extremely illegal, so don't do it. Ambulances use them, but yeah, other than that, it's not a not a good idea. Yeah, I think there's um ambulance. I think there's different ones for lights. Like I I could be wrong on this, but certain areas I know have different frequencies will change the light a different way. Hmm. So like if they're running a certain code, it will change it faster. Yeah. Um but that's that's all I know about that's that. Interesting. But, yeah. <laughs> that's all I know. That's all I'm gonna know yeah, about right? that. <laughs> That's definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. 
I should yeah. just make it another tip. But if you do have a security system with cameras and you want to make it work better, you can buy what are called RF blaster lights, which are really bright. They're typically not very cheap. They're typically $100 to $300. And Those are blind cameras, won't they? Like They will can't... blind cameras, but you can put them behind the camera. Yeah. And that camera will see like daylight during the during, at night. It could be pitch black. And the really bright ones, you can actually see with the naked eye. Like just a, it looks kind of like a really light, faint purple glow. It's hard to see if you're coming from a car because you need your eyes need to adjust. But if you have a dark driveway or you live out somewhere and you want your cameras to get a lot more visibility, you can add a supplemental LED blaster light, um, and they will quadruple the vision of your camera. They work fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So. I mean, safety-wise, you know, in the world we're living in, so. Yeah, no, it's yeah. a great idea. If the break-ins going up, it might be something worth knowing. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I've got yeah. I've I have several around my house, actually. Yeah. So, have have you seen anything in the news lately as far as automotive that has impressed you? Like, I mean, there's been a lot. I mean, we had the Chicago Auto Show. Jeep came out and brought out another hundred and twenty thousand dollar Jeep Wrangler, which I will never understand. And I just, I mean, I, I, this is not the time to release things. I mean, we're we're kind of in an automotive lull. We just had the Daytona five hundred. F one's going to start. I think not this weekend, but next yeah. weekend. So that'll be, you know, thank God we'll have something to watch in the future. But I think yeah. Pastrana finished ninth, eleventh, uh, eleventh. He, he started. That's still really good. He started last. He he led a, he led uh, for a little bit and he finished eleventh. Um, and in typical Travis form, he was disappointed in his, uh, right. you know, for never racing there. He, like he said, uh, he's he's good on dirt, but I mean, he put up an amazing uh, amazing performance. So. If you've ever seen... For a guy that's slowing down this year, he seems to be doing a lot more, but yeah. Right. <laughs> I would encourage anybody, if you're one of those people who is like, ew, NASCAR, and I don't think there's a lot of them anymore. People have kind of come around to the fact that NASCAR is actually pretty amazing to watch. Mm-hmm. If you've never seen one in person, and I've only seen the small track. I've only seen NASCAR at um, Monroe. I've mm-hmm. never been to a big NASCAR race. Even that, when those guys are going full tilt, is terrifying. The fa- The speed those guys go by the wall is insane. Yeah. It's like 200 miles an hour just constantly. Yep. I, It's amazing to watch. I left highly turn. recommend you go see NASCAR in person. Left turn, left turn. Yeah. I've been going back and forth with Brian because they, they the, the new ZL1 Camaro that's uh-huh. racing. Oh, my God. It's a good-looking car. It's a good-looking car. Yeah. It's a really good-looking car. I mean, all the NASCAR. I mean, NASCAR has changed so much. And I've always said I don't necessarily like watching the races, no. but the tech that goes into it is amazing to me. Yeah. And and the drivers and being able to do that. And, you know, I think everybody makes fun of them because it's, you know, all the left turns and things like that. But uh it's an amazing sport to watch, um, and when things go wrong, they go wrong really badly. And the technology that's been there, meant there to keep the cars on the ground sometimes does, sometimes doesn't. Oh, I'm upside uh, down. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm on fire. You're not on fire, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> so, you know, it's uh, you know, if you can drive the Cougar in your car, you can drive. So yeah, which is kind of funny because like NASCAR has turned into somehow the most progressive <laughs> of all motorsports, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for a sport that started by bootlegging, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, it's kind of funny. Well, you know, it's still it's it's a fun motor. It's it's another form of motorsport that's fun to watch, and I think that uh, the competition is good. And I think that uh, you know, I, I I wish we had situations like back in the day, you know, like when when Dodge you know put the Superbird there, and then they got banned because they were too good. I love stuff like that, like you know, people who you're not necessarily breaking the rules, but you're bending the rules for your own, you know, <laughs> good. Uh, goodwill yeah so yeah um this is kind of a funny one do you remember we've had conversations about tools endlessly on this show um and we have a lot of tools mm-hmm. i think it's funny when people who listen to the show come over for the first time and then realize just how many tools i have and realize i wasn't joking right. like my in, i have an entire garage full of tools it's a lot of stuff but um, it's protected by a high security system, just so we're clear. Yes. Yeah. And a very aggressive Comcast. dog. And a very, very aggressive attack. You will lose a toe for sure if you're barefoot. <laughs> I mean, he'll probably lick them first, but he'll bite them eventually when he gets bored. I have to tell this story real quickly. So, as we know, and I don't know if you posted a photo of him yet, but Dan got a, a new dog. Yes. And I describe it as a half Pomeranian, half wolf. And I was describing that. It was a client of mine. And I was like, yeah, and Dan got a, and it's like half Pomeranian, half wolf. And this panic goes over the gentleman's <laughs> face. And he's like, why would anybody ever breed that? And I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, it, it's Pomeranian. It looks kind of like a wolf. Kind of. So like the panic a, of like, a yeah. blue Merle Pomeranian, which is the rarest color for any Pomeranian. Yes. And he's adorable. And, and he knows it. And he knows it. Yeah. yeah. I love that dog. Good old Theo. But yeah. So. A lot of us in the community have Pomeranian. 
Pomeranians, for the record. It's really funny God, how so many car people have Pomeranians, and they're like, really? A lot of people were shocked. Ryan's and then, got like, what, four, five now? Four or five, yeah. 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 And then uh, Andy from Vogue has one, and then uh, what's uh, the guys from um, <laughs> up in Kirkland? Oh, uh, yeah, Imperial. Yeah, Imperial. Yeah, yeah. They, they have one. Yeah. They're all adorable. Anyway, a lot of us have Poms, but anyway, this guy's adorable. But yeah, yeah you're going to force Brandon Ben Pal and I to get palms just in case we want to stay part of the monkey group. A bunch of people <laughs> look at them and they're like, oh, I can never get a palm. They'd be like, oh, okay, I get it. I get it. Oh, I totally get it. I totally get it. I mean, yeah. ours is adorable. Yeah, totally. So you have a vicious attack dog and a security system protecting right. all your tools. So yeah. Anyway, I was talking about tools and I was talking about how like the, the insane torque wrench you need for center locks and why I hate center locks. I think mm-hmm. they're just a terrible idea for the car industry. They just look cool and... Eventually, you drive your car and you realize that... They're great for race cars. Yeah. If, but get this. If you are and Porsche owners, and well, I know there's plenty of you listening to this that are actually going to click the buy button, and I'm not going to judge you. I'm just jealous. <laughs> you should. But if you have a spare $5,000, you can get an electronic torque gun specifically made for Porsche center locks. And doesn't it put an arm on the spoke and then, and then yep. that's how it torques? Like, I thought you were going to say it's $5,000 for the, the actual... like. The socket? Socket. Not Which, that with the comes car. with the car, doesn't yep. it? Yep. Because I've seen some Porsche people that have center locks and then s- claim they don't have the... It comes with the socket, but it doesn't come with the breaker bar. Right. Right? Yes. <laughs> this is just Porsche's way of saying, we don't want you changing your own wheels, sir. It's true. You will screw it up. I agree, but... Yeah. But, okay, so you five need two people grand... To do it. Five grand electronic torque gun that only installs your Porsche center lock wheels. But what's the fun with that? I mean, I, I like the idea of like putting a breaker bar on it and like three of us have to stand on the breaker bar. I mean, that's that's the fun. Yeah. 443 pound feet of torque. Good God. Does it, so it, so it, is, it, is it a Porsche branded one? I don't think so. Is it, and it's digital, I'm assuming. So it's you can, digital. You can set it to the exact, like, like, a, like a digital torque wrench. Like yep. you know exactly what it is so your wheels don't come off. So. Interesting. Uh, no, it's not. It's uh, high torque. H-Y-T-O-R-C, Porsche center lock wheel gun. And it's made for Porsche. Wow. Yep. I just, okay. I mean, it beats the quite literal six-foot breaker bar required. I, when you I buy the get tool. it. I get yeah. it. I just, <laughs> still. And it's only for center locks. Like, it's only calibrated for that. So, the but, problem, you know, I know people with, like, six Porsches with center locks. No, I, I mean, I get it. But the idea of, like, having a center lock, and if you've never taken a center lock off of a car or watched it be done, how gentle you have to be in the fact of not dropping the wheel onto the caliper or onto your you know your carbon ceramic brakes you know because those shatter just randomly dan so you yeah. gotta be careful with that well i i got the video from our friends at uh, dundon actually oh, okay and then obsessed garage actually talked about it too so it's, i mean is is it a new product or is it just something that people are starting to clip to realize that they need no it's a brand new product okay yeah. uh and it's oh he worked with dundon on it that's really cool okay i didn't realize that that makes sense yay dundon i like them I mean, Great if, if you're in that price category where you're having you're you're, you're driving a, a Carrera, Carrera T, you know, GT3, GT4. I don't know. Does the new GT4 RS have center locks? Yes. At that price point, five thousand dollars. Why not? I mean, especially if you're going to be tracking it, and you don't want to be tired from trying to wrench it off in the in the pits. That makes sense. Yeah. No. I mean, it's for people who have a lot of these cars or are in that market. It's really not. I mean, if you're if you're into a car three hundred grand to begin with, a five thousand dollars special gun isn't that bad. Yeah. Um, and you probably will use it again. So, like I said, I'm just jealous people who get it because you or awesome your pit tool. crew will use it again. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. I'm just jealous people who got it. No, I get no it. No judgment. I I think it's awesome, but it's also five grand for a single use tool, which, you know. Okay. So here's an idea. You put in twenty five hundred. I put in twenty five hundred. And then we just go to Porsche track days and wait. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm thinking we could pay it off. And worst case scenario, somebody goes, "Let me buy that from you." Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I, I know people who would. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, there might, there might be a business opportunity here. You know, Avance branded Porsche Torque uh, wheel guns. <laughs> well, some models do. Most Ferraris, most McLarens, Lamborghini. The uh, Huracan doesn't, except for special models. No, no, the, the the new Herc, I think some the new Huracan, the, the SVO's got it, the the Aventadors, the Aventadors are, are center lock. Yeah. Yeah. This is Porsche too, but I mean the Carrera GT had the... Yeah, the colored ones. Colored ones, yeah. Red and blue, for yeah. which you knew which side they went on. Still don't know which side they are. I don't remember which one it is either. Because I think it was screwed <laughs> up where red was not right. <laughs> so, or something like that, so. I don't know. Who knows? I love specialized tools though. I mean... 
there's always a good reason to buy more tools. Like, I mean, yep. you know, like I said, I, I'm consistently putting the Milwaukee children through school. But that paid off because they sent me a free socket one day. So I got free gloves from them one day. <laughs> did you? Okay. You know what's funny? That really did pay off for them because they sent me one pair of free gloves, and they are my favorite gloves, yeah. hands down. And you so I have like I love 20 pairs. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. they're not expensive. They're $9 gloves. Yeah. And I get them on sale from Home Depot. When they go on sale, they can get like two for 10. So I have like 10 sets now because <laughs> why not? I understand. My problem is I get the emails from them now and the fact that some of the tools that come that Milwaukee makes, and you're like, oh. I'm not a roofer or I'm, I'm not an internal pipe fitter, but I really want that. Like, you know, so sort of funny to talk more about tools in this. So mm-hmm. we are spinning down the, the old rain city supercars website, mm-hmm. right? Or we let, we are letting that lapse. And on there though, I have a problem because I'm going to just build my own site as a little side project, but I'm not going to pay. Like I'm going to get the most basic tier one without email. The reason I'm going to do that is because we make about 75 bucks a year on Amazon affiliate links that we both forgot about and yeah. then checked one day because we didn't think anybody clicked them. <laughs> but uh, our automotive arsenal, our off-road links aren't affiliate links. It was just the automotive arsenal. It's just the tool links. I never set up affiliate links for the off-road stuff. I should have because people use that site all the time. And I still randomly get alerts that like traffic spike, traffic spike. I'm like, what? And it what happens, somebody... We'll now, go to our list. We'll go to our list, and then they'll publish it on, like, an F-150 page or an Overland page. And somebody's like, oh, this is a really good idea. This is everything I need. And I'm like, I'm really flattered, for one, because I keep updating it. But it's the uh, – I will have to carry that on. It's it's. We'll find a way. Yeah. I mean, we'll like I said, I'll make another website. I'll just drop the Rain City one to almost nothing and just leave it as, like, an archive site for people to click on. But okay. thank you for those of you who keep clicking on it, and thank you for telling me thank you. <laughs> for making it because I enjoyed it. Well, we're going to thank the public, especially the Avance public for it because we're going to take our dividends from said sales and we're going to buy a bigger barbecue. That's right. For the Avance off-road events. Nick so. and I talked about this. Yeah. yeah we, what is left of Rain City yeah. Supercars? We are going to transfer into a barbecue for Avance off-road. There we go. Um, yeah. it, will, it will be our barbecue. It's, it's a circle. It's a circle. <laughs> it's a circle. So, yeah. Yeah. So we, were, we have outgrown the, we need a barbecue, cheap barbecue I yeah. got one day. Which is still a great barbecue. That was okay. So, of all the ideas you come up with, I think that is your best idea. Like, I mean, cooking hot dogs. I thoroughly love being the sous chef. I, I love going out to the off road events. I, you know, I don't doubt you. I, I've never doubted you, but you're like, I think we should hook, cook talk dog, hot dogs. And I was like, oh, that sounds like a, okay, you know, it has been huge. Like, <laughs> there's people come up to me and talk, like, are you, you can be there. You, you, you guys cooking hot dogs? And I was like, I'm just a sous chef. You got to talk to the dog guy, but, uh, you know, <laughs> just the guy that unwraps the buns, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. So, yeah, I, I figured that'd be kind of fun. We can, you know, get a little bit bigger barbecue. And then eventually someday when we have some extra money, we're, we're going to get a trailer. Speaking of that, I watched somebody found an old horse trailer and they got it for like 400 bucks and they turned it into a uh, little uh, pull behind. And I'm like, hmm. So, with built-in propane tanks. So what we really need is a welder because <laughs> we, I, th- I, I have like a that's limit. already on your brain because you, you, you Freudian slipped early and you're like, yeah, the outlets with the two ten, you could weld with that. And I was like, Hmm, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tig Mig, uh, Lincoln electric probably is what I'm looking at. I looked at a few so far, but <laughs> Luke, um, brother, yeah. Uh, Sean aside brother. Um, he's a welder. And so I was like, which means we have a welder, right? Well, yeah. I also I said, hey, if I get the welder, <laughs> yeah, will you teach me how to weld? Um, because I don't, I've only done like basic, basic wire feed like mm-hmm. twenty years ago, and you know, you can imagine what that turned out like. <laughs> I know, I know, you want to turn into me because I created my own uh, license plate uh, deletion kit for the monkey, thanks to David Wheaton teaching me to weld one day, which was a never come to my monkey and look at my. <laughs> <laughs> It looks like I don't, I don't want to say it, but yeah. Well, I mean, you, yeah. you've never done it before. I had so much fun. I just, I mean, I'd go blind because half the time he kept going, "Put down your lid, put, put down, down your, your lid." lid. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I figure if I have built-in instruction, it'd be well worth my time and investment to spend like you know two or three thousand on a, a sure. basic welder. Yeah. So, oh, the things we could make. I know the things we could break, then make again. Right. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. So. Just weld like stuff around catalytic converters so people can't steal them. And uh. <laughs> there was somebody I saw who put they wrapped it in razor yep. wire and electrified it. Yep, <laughs> I was like, that's sadly that's, necessary. That's in some fun places. And, and right up to the point when somebody does it, and then they try to come and sue you. Exactly. You, you know, yeah, I'm you like, know. you might as well just put like you know, turn face toward enemy. 
<laughs> Which is That's the world we're living in. Claymore mine, by the way. Don't do that. There, this is off subject, but there's a lovely woman in Chicago who an, a man tried to come up and rob her, and she shot him. Uh huh. Um, and now his family is suing her. In Chicago, of course they are. Well, but I'm just saying, this is why you can't electrify your truck because if you killed somebody while they're trying to steal your catalytic converter, you're liable. But yeah. so don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Don't use the flashy things. Don't electrify your trucks. But yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, I think I told you I saw my first Ford Lightning. Oh yeah, I can't, I mean, it's a good looking truck. Uh-huh. Um, as as an old man, the Lightning moniker moniker always belonged on I think the SVT. But I mean, uh, I mean, it looks like an F one fifty, but it's it's a kind of nice looking truck. Yeah, so. it needs to be on a lowered F one fifty with a Shelby five hundred motor. In yeah. It. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, yeah, speed and a manual transmission. I'm not that that truck is slow, but um, no, no, you know, it's definitely so, fast. But yeah. I know I know where your heart's at, and I I'm with you. you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just it's uh, there's something about it. I'm. I feel like automotive companies are really not listening to people. Like, but also I sit there. In fact, I had this conversation with Brian. We were talking about the ZL1 and the Camaro, mm-hmm. and how you know he we've made fun of him because if you don't know, in fact we've and as of today, Dan has encouraged him Brian to Lich. publish yeah to publish his story eventually of what he's done to his. The ZL1, nobody ever really liked it. And now it's really hot and everybody mm-hmm. wants it. And and obviously Brian was on that bandwagon a long time ago. But and I think there's sometimes when things come out, like the Senna is a perfect good example in my book. Like I hated it. I absolutely hate it. Yeah. And now there's Luckily not a did. car I wouldn't own or would would want to own more than the Senna. But I'm looking at some of the stuff coming out and I'm just going and I get it, we're up against gas and we're up against oil and we're up against electric. And I'm just I just don't think it's I don't feel like car companies are listening or we, they're, they, they're so far ahead of me that they know what I'm going to want. So, yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of them missed the mark, I think. So, excuse me, Ford, for example, is oddly getting it right in a lot, in some areas. Like I, I look at the Bronco for an example, they literally cannot br- build Broncos fast enough. Not even close. They yeah, are three years behind. On Raptor R's, Raptor R's, uh, the the roofs are leaking. The roofs are leaking. That's weird. That's fit. That's fit because they're cranking them out so yeah. fast. Yeah. That that, that <laughs> well, they've got, Ford's got nobody to build the tops for the Broncos. What's where? Ford yeah. fix your roofs. Yeah. Huh. Well, I mean, I think it's, it's quality control. It's we have to yeah. get it to the consumer. It's you know we got to push it out. You know this this poor gentleman put down his deposit four years ago for a Bronco that he hasn't seen. Like you know. Yeah. That's discouraging, and that pushes you to other brands that for, for an impulse buy. Well, here's the, the funny thing about the, the Bronco. We should talk about that a little bit. The reason the Bronco is delayed so much is really odd. It's the hardtop. They cannot find a supplier who can build the hardtop, period. Well, who's been building it? Uh, I don't know the company. Um, there's some, and they just can't keep up? No, they can't build them within spec. Like, remember how they were all cracking? Yeah, but and I mean, so we're they seeing had, them around town. You've seen people yeah. with hardtops, yeah. Yeah, They well, Ford has a... There's a known issue with those and cracking okay. and delaminating and stuff like that. And so they tried to switch suppliers. The problem is they can't find one. There's nobody who can build them at scale in the quality control, in the cost. So they either have to raise the price of the Bronco significantly. Or like, just add onto their factory and start building them themselves. Right, which is probably going to be the end the game tooling, anyway. Yeah. They have to build yeah. all the tooling and everything like that. So the Bronco is like two to three years delayed for a hard top. And they will pay you $2,500 off right now. If you cancel your Bronco order in order Anything else in the Ford fleet, including the GT500, anything else you can get your hands on, they will give you a $2,500 credit. What if you cancel it and just put a, have them put a soft top on it until you can buy a hard top? Uh, I, think it, I think that still accounts. I also feel like this is a perfect opportunity for a small company to build hard tops for that. And I know they couldn't do it at scale to, to feed Ford, but to be able to, you yeah. know. I don't so, know. That's weird. interesting. But I mean, like. Why don't they just go to the guys, whoever's building Jeep's roof? Yeah, no kidding. I mean, they build the them at scale. Freedom top's great. Absolutely. Well, the Bronco is a freedom top, basically. Yeah, the one that just powers back all the way, though? Have you no, seen no, that in the Jeep? I'm ta- yeah, yeah we, we saw it on the Jeep uh, this weekend. Yeah, really cool. But I'm talking about, I mean, the new Broncos have, have re- re- removable Center freedom tops. You know, they're, they're T-tops or whatever you want to. Yeah, the, the Yeah, roof, I mean, and that's just like section. what's on four, on Jeep. Yeah. You'd think. You'd think they'd figure it out. Unless Jeep looked at them and said, you will not build this for this person. <laughs> but yeah, which is <laughs> fair, too. But Our Jeep could be building theirs in-house. I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. 
I don't know. Again, I, I, I talked about this earlier about the Chicago Auto Show and Jeep coming out with it. If you don't know, the Rubicon has been out for 20 years, and it was basically yeah. it, it was it was built because there was a bunch of ragtag. It's a really cool name for them, too, in Jeep, uh, those guys that built the Rubicon. And the 20th anniversary Jeep Rubicon is out, and it is, I mean, base 96, we said, something yeah. like that. And if you go with the, is it not ADV or AEV package, it's $120,000 yeah. for a Wrangler. Former coworker of mine, Kelly Henkel, yeah, at Microsoft. Her dad was on that team. Oh, cool! Up build the Rubicon. Okay, really cool guy. Yeah, I mean, you are getting bigger suspension. You're getting bigger wheels. You're mm-hmm. getting custom paint. You're getting interior. I mean, you're getting a 392 Rubicon, basically. Yeah. Which, by the way, Still we, had, we had what two or three of those out there this last weekend. Yeah, uh, including Sound Benji. Great. So, who's learning? I we said, just kept going. I know. He was the last one off the course. That's fair. Yeah. He's like, I need to clean under my hood. I, he's, he, he messaged me right after. He's like, he's like, can you send me those links for all those uh, Jeep things at SEMA? And I was like, sure, here you go. Like, like, <laughs> you ever go back through your, your YouTube uh, watch list and be like, what the hell was I thinking that day? Yes. <laughs> Nothing wrong. I'm just saying like, yeah. how did I get from Jeeps? And now I'm watching, you know, Karen's or. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have a subscription to this guy, SB Mowing. Yeah. And who, who That's go- guy, he does it for free. Oh, yeah, he, I absolutely love yes, that guy. I knew love it. that guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Weird things so we watch cool. on YouTube. There's a guy, uh, SB Mowing, no yeah. affiliation. Yeah. Um, he goes around his, like his neighborhood, I think somewhere in the Midwest, and he fixes people's lawns that have been neglected or they're just like the one abandoned house that really makes the rest of the neighborhood look they bad. They can't afford it. Yeah. Yeah. And he just goes and cleans up the entire yard, edging everything. And he has a lawn business that he gets paid for. And then people patreon him and he goes and does these things and the best episodes are when he's mowing somebody's lawn and the neighbor comes over the karen it's like what are you doing are you trying to take advantage of this person like he's there literally trying to do something nice <laughs> yeah so yeah it's more of a reflection on our society God. Sad. yeah like, how dare you come out here and cut down this this eyesore but yeah yes if okay. he's listening uh come to my yard yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's really big you have a built-in lawn gnome <laughs> so, a live on a live on property lawn gnome. i do so, yeah so, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's kind of slow right now, the automotive world. Um, uh, did you see that the best, uh, the most budget car in America right now is suddenly the Tesla Model 3? That does not surprise it me. It is. The Tesla Model 3 is now, after not after discounts, across the, because they lowered their MSRP so much, is $5,000 cheaper than the average selling price of a car in the United States. It's not that it's the cheapest car in the market. It's just that the average price paid, the Tesla Model 3, is $5,000 cheaper than that. If you add in the $7,500 federal tax credit for EVs, you get $12,500 cheaper than the average cost of a car in the United States. So if you are in an area with a lot of EV support, namely like, oh, I don't know, Redmond, (laughs) where you can park anywhere and get free, not free, but next to free cheap charging... It's probably a really good buy right now in a time where it's hard to buy a car. I mean, we've talked about the downsides of the electrical system and the grid not being able to handle things. I mean, here we're good, but California yeah. can't. And, you know, if, if, you're, if you haven't heard that, you know, California is requiring people that no more, what, it gets it gas-powered cars by like 2033 or something like yeah. that. It's not going to work. <laughs> so, because uh, the grid can't take it. But I like the three. I like, mm-hmm. I mean, believe me, if I... Like, I that's my favorite Tesla, if I did, if I had my own place, I would probably have a Tesla. I think it's a great get around town car. Um, I have had the opportunity to, to ride along in the uh, what is it the the ludicrous the plaid yeah. the plaid insane. I don't think I'd own it. Um, it's funny because uh, uh, and I want to talk about him later, but I was talking to Kevin and uh, you know our, our Kevin Beach and he has an ins- and he's gonna, I think he's gonna he's paying. You can now get the normal steering wheel. You can talk yes. to Tesla because nobody wants the Night Rider <laughs> Industries steering wheel anymore. You know, for the car that has too much torque. <laughs> so yeah, I get why he did it. A hundred percent. Well, you you could not without he did it. it. Oh, it's just kind of like oh, it's neat awesome. to do something different. But awesome. It's really not absolutely functional. Awesome. I know it's not fun. <laughs> so many people have said it. Just want, the car just wants to rip the steering wheel out of your hands. But Tesla has something. I mean, Elon has. You can love him or hate him. He's done a lot for this world as far as you know. Just I, I love it when people tell Elon no. <laughs> I know. Okay, you can't do that. Want to bet? Okay, I'll, I'll have something in the air by next week. Damn it. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> Tesla's a force to be reckoned with. I mean, and I'm really interested to see how Rivian's going to be dealing with it. You know, because they're, they're, speaking of delays, they're delaying a bunch of their trucks now because they're, the extended range batteries on some of those things yeah. is manufacturing. So, I'm seeing a ton of them around here. I'm actually seeing the R01S is now the, the suburban mm-hmm. versions, which I love. So I love the r one I think it's beautiful. A beautiful car. I, I like own the one size. Heartbeat. Yeah. Perfect. And what you can do with it, like, 
I mean, and the, all the nooks and crannies and... I, th- I think we still hold the uh, record for the first podcast recorded inside of Rivian. Maybe, maybe, I maybe. So. I don't know. Yeah, it was we definitely, it was definitely the podcast. It was definitely the first Avant podcast to be recorded <laughs> in a Rivian, <laughs> one and only. So yeah, yeah, the but, first Rivian I think in Seattle. Yeah, it was the first yeah. one. Yeah. Um, the one thing I really like about the Rivian is that it's its size. I was going back to this. We're talking about this at the off-road event where I like the the Raptor doesn't fit anywhere. Talked about that on the show. And the Bronco is virtually the only thing on the market that has it down. Because if you've driven a Jeep and a Bronco, people think they kind of directly compete, and they really don't. Hmm. Once you drive one, you typically are polarized by one over the other. You either want a much more off-road-centric machine like a Jeep, solid axle front, or you want something that is really well off-road mannered, but you're not going to go rock crawling with it. You can, but a Jeep is a better crawler, period. Because well, th- there was used to only be the Jeep. Right. But I mean, like, if they're the closest thing they have to competitors. And I don't think anybody who knows off-roading really, really, like, anybody who's a really hardcore off-roader is, is going to understand the differences between the two. For those of us who want to go overlanding, you know, pick your poison. It doesn't really matter. There's some correlation because, you know, Jeep was kind of slacking for a while. And then Bronco came out. And all of a sudden, it's like Jeep's starting to be out there. And you get the 392. And you get yeah. their electric. And you get, I mean... So they may not be in the same class in your mind, but I think that they have it has it's correlated some way in the fact that well, the fact that you can get a Jeep, <laughs> can you? Yeah, can you get a three ninety two right now? Can yes. I walk down to a lot and get a three ninety two? Probably not here, but okay. I mean it's it's twenty twenty three. That's because most of them are at the off road event, but um, yeah. But I mean, if you can yeah. go on, uh, so I follow the three ninety two group and I follow the Bronco group because I'm kind of seeing just because I'd like to see where things are, what people are getting, sure. what they're taking delivery of, and you can get three ninety twos all day. You got to travel yeah, for, for them. What MSRP ninety? Yep. Oh, wow. You can get a for MSRP right now, which is still a lot. But I mean, if you're, God. but you can get one. No, I get thing. it. I get it. I mean, and in some interesting colors, we had a really cool, like that was a Porsche. That had to be like a Porsche color, that, that purple. I mean, it's a factory Jeep color, but is yeah. It? Oh, remind me of that purple Porsche. That was Omar, by the way. Omar. Okay. Remember Omar. Yeah. yeah. Great guy. So, great Jeep. Yeah. Great Jeep. Great Jeep. Yeah. Great exhaust. Line. He's got great yeah. other cars too. Yeah. He had the AEV exhaust. Uh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Sounded so, great though. Yeah. But I mean, there's nothing I don't Toyota's still trying to make a you know a gutless V6 with worse mileage than a V8 and then Chevy's got the Blazer uh well they just really they just released the new Colorado or whatever it is I mean I mean it's an SUV oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. so the Colorado's a great off-road vehicle but the uh but the the Blazer is a a joke yeah that's the trail trail blazer (laughs) we won't go on a trail yeah exactly I mean (laughs) I mean, uh, I think it's you, fine and I t- for the road, you and I talked about this, and, and you think it might work, but uh, the head of uh, Toyota USA said that we're going to get the Land Cruiser back, that 300 platform. Yeah, but I mean, that thing's the size of... And yours was small? Compared to that, it was. And yeah. I, don't get me wrong, I'd love a 200 series Land Cruiser, but at this point, I it's just too big. Yeah. I, I, I go back to that, like, FJ Cruiser's... That's why I want a two-door Bronco. I just... I've never been more impressed than your your Land Cruiser and the fact that there was no stopping it. Like was there was no, we've never we we never had to dig that car out. Uh, yeah, I've gotten it stuck, but it was it was temporary. Yeah, you know, like a, a quick dig, a couple of max turning around down. on a road or whatever. But I mean, like that time we climbed up the hill, like in the middle of a snowstorm, <laughs> like it's just unstoppable. So yep, they just go. I don't. But you're right. As far as I mean, nobody else is out there can really do it as far as against Jeep. I mean, Bronco's as close as it's going to get. Yeah. So, we'll see. Who knows? <laughs> and I'm still sports car shopping. I really want that Z06. I really the new that. one? Yeah. But you're not going to pull the trigger on that. 2026 would be the earliest I, I get I one. I was going to say it's first gen, yeah. Yeah, I know the earliest I would even be able to get one is 2026. Oh, okay. Yeah, like they're they're sold out for the next three years. I don't know if I could wait for a car that long. Well, I I can in the sense that the first three years will just be broken messes of cars. No, I get that. So. <laughs> I get that. I was uh, so I was fa- speaking of that. So you know, I we I don't think we've ever we've never had him on the show. But I've talked to him a few times. Uh, Stradman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had a brand new Z06, and he sold it. And apparently, um, he sold it actually on. Um, was that was that on Bring a Trailer? It might have been one of those. Um, uh, Chevrolet said once it's sold, there's no warranty with it. That was a part of the yeah. 
so because weird. when they bought when he bought it that when you buy it you're, you're they want him to keep it this is like what ford did with the gt when they told people they couldn't sell them and they would sue them but yeah basically when the car trans and i watched the sale it was definitely documented that it, the car did not come with a factory warranty that's so weird yeah yeah it's just a little car brands have this idea that they think they control you after you, you buy a car ferrari is the worst oh yeah like i mean uh, this, i won't own a ferrari cease, out of principle the cease and desist that people get for i mean look at what's his mat or, or mouse or whatever D, the dj dead mouse dead mouse yeah. i mean you know because he wrapped his car and called it a ferrari i mean ferrari has such a just a i would own a vintage ferrari an older one yeah. like i'd still own like a 308 or something but i have because of the way Ferrari is with its customers, I am on that same lines as like Jay Leno, where I just will not own one because I don't actually like the brand for that reason. I like the cars. I think they're fantastic. I paid, and I know you, good I paid you my money. It's my car. Yeah, yeah. And it's not, I mean, I know good people who work at Ferrari, yeah. but I mean, I just, I don't like the way the factory mm-hmm. handles its customers in that way. I don't like, it's such a. Well, it's also a pay to play. Like we're not going to sell you a car yeah. unless you've bought another car. I understand car. how they don't want to devalue their brand. I understand why they do it. But that, un- my understanding, doesn't work for me. That- yeah, but I want th- I want those people in the world that take their Enzos and put half doors on them and make them convertibles and drive them in the winter. Yeah, like Clarence. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I want to do bad things with expensive cars. So <laughs> I'm gonna leave that one alone right there. Yeah, uh, like a so, Porsche on yeah. the Alcan. I I I get that. I get <laughs> All right. Well, we probably rambled enough on this one, but uh, it's been a while since Dan and I actually get a chance to sit in a room together and just sort of uh, talk. So we, you know, we thought we'd talk take advantage, stuff. talk car stuff. Um, this next month is going to be really a neat, neat opportunity for all of us, uh, for the listeners, for Dan and I to interview some in- incredible people. Uh, with Women's Month, we have the Avance uh, Women's uh, Off Road Day coming up. Dirtfish is having their, I think it's March 11th, is their Women's Summit. Women's Summit. If you can get in there, if you can get a ticket, do it. Um, Dan will probably be there jumping up and down for Michelle Mouton. I'll be drooling over Michelle yeah, Mouton. So, yeah, the um, only thing will save her will be a, a wall of steck between us. Steck. <laughs> repelling me. <laughs> I, I, I just don't even know how to respond to that, so good, good for you, Dan. Um, I'm, 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 I'm going to listen, which is something I don't do well, so um, I'm excited for that. But, I'll uh, just be sitting there like a little anime character with my eyes really wide going, ooh, notice me, Senpai, you, you please me. stop painting that visual? <laughs> I have to sit next to you. So. And I know you've walked away from me from things. I will walk away from you on that. Like exactly. No, I will behave. Yes. I will just be so, in awe of her greatness. I know. I mean that you. There's very few superheroes in dance world, and and Michelle is one of them. So yeah. we're looking forward to it. But uh, thank you for listening to this uh, uh, episode of uh, the Avance Podcast. I do want to give a, a shout out to our our good friend Kevin Beach, who has uh, finally been released from the hospital. He was unfortunately hit by a drunk driver on his motorcycle down in Arizona, but he is home and and recovering. And yes. uh, we wish you the best and love you, brother. Um, so yeah. All right. We miss you, Kevin. All right. So this episode of the Avance Podcast, as always, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.